Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at NotSamPelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. You guys, guess who is back as the co-host of the day? My mom, the one and only... Mama Thurston. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to call myself. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so in the theme of all things... October spooky horror monster. I wanted to do an episode on the horrors of the hospital. (laughs) And with my mom being a nurse, uh, literally, if I only knew, she can't tell me a lot of things because it will literally make her lose her nursing license. (laughs) Um, But I, what is that? What is that? It's a dehumidifier. <laughs> oh, my. shut the door. Yeah, I'm going to go shut the door really quick. Okay. Back after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's much better. I was like, what? <laughs> the whores all of a sudden, the demons start coming out. That's right. That's what it sounded like. Well, we just saw It Chapter 2, so I'm still having residual spooks and scares. I know. As I was setting up. I just kind of caught myself in the mirror, oh. like across the way. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, just like how he's just like, we all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> yeah, or he pops up behind you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, but yeah. it was really, really good, though. I loved it. Was, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, I watched a couple things. I'm like, something's happening. I know, I know. You kept covering your face. <laughs> I mean, our, I think our favorite part was when, um, <laughs> the, when the Beverly's <laughs> demon, I guess, she had a face. And she was at her at her old house, and then Pennywise took over the old lady, and she ran out like the demon form, and her like old lady saggy titties like her all flopping all over the place, and you and I were dying. Yeah. Uh, I was like, they, I'm like they had to do that. They they just had to put that in there. <laughs> or they was gonna go down the basement. Like, nope. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Every like, time. Who does that? <laughs> no. Like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Oh, I guess when you're you know. 
27 years later, I have nothing else left to lose. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll just dive right into the horrors of the hospital because growing up, I've always been afraid of the hospital. And I'm not sure where that came from because <laughs> I didn't, I mean, like looking back, I didn't have any sort of like traumatic experience where the hospital was a place that I had to fear. But I've always had a weird uncomfortability with the idea of like it being so clean and white mm. and like the lighting and sterile like 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 that that sense of it being sterile always freaked me out yeah do you remember when you were god we were in belgium do you remember getting an mri which is so funny is because you, you've told me about this before and i've never been afraid of getting MRIs. Why was I was I freaking out then? Well, no, but I think as a child, I they probably most of the time they sedate you a little bit. They give what? you something, yeah, because wow. you have to hold still. Wait, what was the reason I was getting one? Um, headaches, and interesting. then interesting. Well, headaches, and then when they did like a neurological exam on mm-hmm. you, I guess some of your reflexes weren't what they should have been Weird. so they were thinking like migraines but they did an mri to make sure you didn't have a brain tumor um. so and then you ended up they diagnosed you with having migraines which is so weird because I could not tell you. No, but the last trying time to give you one. migraine medicine—that's a horror story. Oh, wait, oh wait—is that—is that when all those moments of me with the pills? Yes, like, that was over the migraine medicine. Well, it started with the vitamins, <laughs> Mister. That's when your pathological lying yeah, yeah, about taking yeah, yeah, stuff. Yes, starts. yes, yes, yes. I remember you guys were shoving it into things like ham, cupcakes, Fucking ice chocolate cream, pudding. Yes, like, yes. Ugh. I'm like, okay, it's chocolate pudding. Well, maybe that's why I don't like chocolate pudding is it's like no, some weird No, I mean, PTSD at the time, memory. I didn't think about like crushing it like a drug dealer or something. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that kind of a family. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, we could not get medication in you, like a pill. so weird. Because remember how I was making fun of someone in my life throwing a temper tantrum as a 30-year-old over taking pills that were the size of a multi yeah. multivitamin, like an everyday yeah. multivitamin. And he's like, this is a horse size. I'm like, the... Those are not what, yeah. but so I always laugh at the fact that <laughs> the hospital <laughs> triggers me to pass out. Yeah, like when <laughs> Emma, your younger sister, was in the hospital when she was like yes. five. Yeah, and yeah, you just you. Our friends brought you and your brother and sister to visit yes, her. Yes. And because I had to stay there with her. And you just seen the IV in her arm. You had to like lay in the bed with no, her. No, I did not. Yes, you did. I don't remember that. You did. You had, you're like, I don't feel good. I'm like, get in the bed. <laughs> you sound like the nurse that I just dealt with the other day. You, yeah, you had to lay. You did not feel because you couldn't look at, like, I had to cover her arm with the blanket. I'm um, such so dramatic. Just seeing the IV in her that arm. That is so dramatic, got... Sam. Well, <laughs> shocker, <laughs> Sam drama. Well, I mean, it's just so funny because it's it has nothing to do with needles or blood. Like I can deal with that kind of stuff. Mm. I just think what? No, no, but you it's a tr- cannot. It is with someone else. I I could easily give someone else an IV. 
or or oh, or you know deal yeah. with blood in that say, way you can't deal with needles no but it's just weird because when it comes to me for some reason like when they put them in me i just get so flustered yeah, yeah. like the other day when i when i got my hiv test um then <laughs> like, people are like plot what twi- plot <laughs> i don't have aids so it's okay um the nurse was so funny because i mean i just went to the you know the lgbtq AI plus center. <laughs> I can never say it right. And supercalifragilistic expialidocious center. <laughs> and um, they are, you know, there used to be people coming there all the time for the free clinic. And I didn't have any symptoms. There was no real reason for me to be there, but because I was watching Pose on FX, I was like, oh, I have AIDS. And the nurse was like, people don't get AIDS anymore. AIDS is not a thing anymore. The nurse was like, stop watching Pose. <laughs> It's in 1990. We didn't have the medicine we have now. And he was just like the funniest, sassiest black man. He was not having it with me. And I'll never forget like when I was explaining to him why I was there. He goes, you're all about the dramatics, aren't you? It's like, girl. He goes, I'm going to have to be the mother today. I'm going to have to be the mother today. (laughs) And so all it is for the rapid test is a literal poke on your finger it's a finger stick yeah finger stick which is one drop of blood. yeah literally yeah and it was like he pricked me and i was like oof <laughs> and then and, and then he was squeezing my finger to get the blood out and that like miniature little vial and i was like oof and he saw me go flush he goes no and he literally ran the sink with the cold water takes a handful of cold water and just like dumps it on my on my forehead and he takes my hand puts it on my forehead and he's like rub he goes rub I was like, okay okay he goes keep rubbing keep rubbing and then he went out to get something and i felt like i was still gonna pass out so i got back up to get to this to go to the sink and when i walked into he saw me at the sink and he goes oh lordy he goes what are you doing he goes get back in the bed God, you know if this wasn't about the you being at the clinic oh i know this could be a whole other story oh i know i know rub rub uh, get back in bed <laughs> <laughs> if somebody missed the beginning know, of this story I, like, what the hell are they talking about <laughs> Yeah, but so I just think it's so bizarre that I always pass out and I don't understand. And there's only been one time where I haven't passed out because I remember she had me so distracted. She was like, play your the game on, on, on your phone. Here, chew some gum. She did all the right things to keep me stimulated. And then, I mean, and that, that was about it. Also, it doesn't help that most of the time when I draw blood, I haven't ate in like 12 hours. Yeah, you're not feeling good. Not feeling well, yeah. But... It's so bizarre, too, that another time that I ended up in the hospital was when I passed out at work and my heart apparently stopped. And I'll never, I will never forget that that week. I was like, Mom, I don't feel so well. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam, you're just, you know, whatever. Just take some emergency. <laughs> take an Advil, ibuprofen, whatever. Nurse mom. Yeah, nurse mom. And the entire week, I just was not feeling great. And then that day at work, it was just so rough on me. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget going to the bathroom. And I just, something hit me in the bathroom. And I went flush. <laughs> and I was trying to get through all these drink orders because I was working at the coffee shop. And I just knew I felt that that break of sweat. Yeah. And I just thought, I'm done. And I sat down. And my friend Max walked in. He goes, dude, what is wrong <laughs> what with are you? you sitting in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Max, I think I'm going to pound. And then oh, I was yeah. it. And then I woke up on the floor like at least five minutes later. And then they rushed me to the hospital. They did a whole e- 
K- KG. KG on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max told him that my heart stopped. He was like, he's like, you can have a yeah, pulse. Yeah, no, it's because Max panicked. I mean. Probably. He did not. But they had you no a, idea what was wrong with me. You have a weak Vegas nerve. That's what it is. Yes, yes. Vegas nerve. Yeah. What yeah. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um. Sorry to all the doctors out there who have to deal with me passing out all the time. I passed out on the floor. I passed out on the doctor's table. I passed out in my car. Passed out at the coffee shop. Where else have I passed out? Oh, at the dirty doctor that I go to, but I'm no longer going. Yeah, don't go back there. I'm not. I'm not. The stains on the floor. The 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 fact that there's a fish tank and there's no fish in there. It's because they can't keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're just going to let it be dusty. Yeah, I mean, it's gross. <laughs> Sam sends me pictures. When he's in the, way, the waiting room. Oh. Like torn furniture. I'm like, yes. What the hell? Like, where are, yeah, where no, are you? never again. Mm. Never. And I, I remember everyone was like <laughs> making jokes. They're like, if you did have AIDS, it was from that place. <laughs> yeah. Did you scratch yourself at yeah. the doctor's office? Oh, God. Yeah. But I digress. Mm. So, mom. Mm. Any hospital horror stories? Oh, my God. I do have some. Yeah, I, I want to hear some. It's like, ah. <laughs> just, <laughs> people wanna... just have no idea. That's why I laugh when I see those um, videos, like, on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. I just shared one recently, which I thought was hilarious. But a guy was like, if you're married to a nurse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. That, 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 that redneck guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. funny, but so true. But I love at the end, he's like, love your nurses. You don't know what they do yes. with. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Um, Like a horror story? Well, when... <laughs> <laughs> One Halloween. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Um, well, one time I had this patient when I was working on a cardiac floor, which is for people with heart problems. <laughs> and one time I had this patient who had, it's called a pacemaker. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. they can also, when you get a pacemaker, that's if you like if your heart pauses a lot or has a really slow beat they can put a pacemaker in Mm -hmm. but if your heart stops a lot like for extended periods of time they'll put in like a defibrillator with the pacemaker so you know how when they people when they're like shock you know like yes 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 so you can have one internally that will do that Mm -hmm. to your heart if it Mm -hmm. stops for too long so this guy came in because his had fired and so when that happens, um, they they you know they put them through more. Oops, sorry. They put them through more like cardiac testing uh-huh. and um, find out you know if it's malfunctioning or if okay. you know, it's not set on the right settings and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So he was a nervous wreck because it had fired when he was at home. Oh, so no. it's like getting yeah. a shock. Yes, yes. On your chest. Yes. And you're just like I don't feel good. Uh-huh, and uh-huh, then you uh-huh. know. And so he um, called, like, did the call light. So I went in the room and, oh, no. you know, he's like, <laughs> oh, no. um, he's like, I don't feel good, but uh-huh. I need to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And, he, you know, <clears throat> so I'm walking him to the bathroom. He's like, oh, God, like, oh, God. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And he like started and his defibrillator shocked him. OK. And uh, but I was holding on to him. So I was like, oh, I let go. I'm like, I don't know if I can be touching you. <laughs> Like, is this like, 
when we're doing the defibrillator. Yeah, yes, and yes. And you should not be touching the person. Yes. <laughs> but I had like this panic. You let go of him. Did he fall? No, but he uh, like bent over and then I grabbed onto him and I was like, help. You know, so another nurse came in and I said, his defibrillator just shocked. I go, can we be touching him? Because it might go off again. <laughs> And this poor guy. He's all embarrassed. <laughs> no, this poor guy was like, I need to sit down. And I just, you know, it was just, you know, funny. That's I mean, terrifying. it wasn't funny. It was terrifying for him. But then it shocked again, you know, and he then was on Can the Can you pool. die from that? Mm, no, but it's keeping his heart going, basically. Oh, okay, you know, okay. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it senses that his heart is not uh-huh, functioning correctly. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's like, girl, get yourself <laughs> together. So, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So then he was on the floor, you know, mm-hmm. and he was like awake, but he was obviously, because it, it does hurt, I guess. Yes, you yeah. Know, it gives him some pain. And then we were just like, okay, so how are we going to get him into bed? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we're supposed to be touching him when this thing goes off. Like, I did not know. So we're like, get a sheet. This is a horror story for the patients, it's, by the way. Yeah, not yeah, for yeah. me. They're listening to this like, dumbass bitch. <laughs> we were like, so we took a sheet because we weren't sure. And so he's sitting on the floor. And so we took a sheet and like wrapped it under his arms so that we could support him with the sheet. <laughs> And not this actually, is crazy. Not actually touch him. <laughs> so we were like, he's like, I'm a leper. <laughs> so the sheet was like under his arms, and we're just like holding the sheet. And we took him back to his bed. Oh my god, it was uh, so. So then we we go. I was like a little debriefing. Like, okay, does, are, yeah, can we touch? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the yeah, things yeah, going yeah. up. Like, are we gonna get shocked? Are he gonna uh-huh, get? Uh-huh. You know, I mean, like, they were like, um, is he gonna yeah. be the Flash? What is happening? <laughs> I know. He's a superhero now. Can he read my mind now? Yeah, 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 exactly. It was so funny. I mean, it was not funny for him, but. No, 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 no. But yeah, we're like, get a sheet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're going to drag him back to bed with a sheet. I just picture like someone walking by and then walking back. Like, what in the hell? I know, I know. I know. Thank God his family wasn't there. (laughs) I mean, exactly. Mm -hmm. We're still in this place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They won't touch my husband. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah. And then another, oh, here's another, well, this mm-hmm. isn't good, but, um, so, you know, cardiac floor again, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, ha- had a patient that was, um, <clears throat> I think it had a heart attack or something, mm-hmm. but he was getting ready to go home. So, and an older gentleman mm-hmm. too. Um, but so he's, you know, we're getting ready to discharge him. Um, his rides coming to pick him up, okay. you know, okay. so I go in and go through all the discharge instructions with him. And this is an older man. Okay. Um, and, you know, take off the, when you're on the cardiac floor, they always have a heart monitor on, you know, which we can monitor like at the station. Oh, okay, cool. The nurse's station and um, <clears throat> depending on, you know, what hospital you're in. But we also had a hospital where there was actually a telemetry room where somebody's job was to watch all the patients on heart monitors. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Okay. But so this guy... So I went in, I was discharging him. So uh-huh. I took off the heart monitor. Yeah, yeah. I took out his IV, okay. everything. I got him dressed. So he's sitting mm-hmm. in the bed. And um, I go back in. Like I left because we did everything. And I left and was doing something else. And I went back in just to see if anybody had arrived yet. And he was dead. <laughs> it's not funny. Oh. Yeah. 
but he was legit sitting in the bed and he was sleep. Like he looked like he was sleeping, and I was like, "Mr. So and So," and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like fuck me, fuck. And he was dead, but. Because so after that, I never like I would get patients dressed and everything for discharge. I'm like, when your ride gets here, I will come in and take this heart monitor off you and I will take your IV out. But I am not taking you off. Where was that? Is it here? No, no. I I want to say that was San Diego. It was either San Diego or Virginia. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, so he. Talk about a plot twist. <laughs> yeah. So then, so, but I, he's dead. So I yell like code blue. Yes, code, yes, I press yes, the yes. button on the blue, wall. Like, why so we're blue? like doing like, you know, cause at, I mean, I, you know, panic, but he was actually a do not resuscitate. And, um, and so the problem is once you start, you can't, stop. you can, but, and I mean, the doctor, see, like, came, like, like mid pump, like, oh, it says do not resuscitate. Oh, right, we're done. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then, so I remember one of the doctors calling his wife oh, and God. she was, you know, he's a DNR and like going back and forth and we're all like, oh my God. I mean, we couldn't bring, we ended up not being able to bring him back, but yeah, it yeah. was just like, he was perfectly fine. He like sit there eat you know weird yeah yeah conspiracy so but yeah after that i was like nope that shit does not come off until you're ready to roll out the door literally because if he was on the monitor you would have known yeah yeah we yeah yeah, known. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i was like <laughs> Jesus, i was not expecting that <laughs> no. he was dead <laughs> he was dead yeah yeah so that stuff happens you know Oh. Yeah, it's it happens. <laughs> well, it's just so funny because I always wonder what the conversation about me is once I leave the doctor's office. Oh God! <laughs> because I always just tend to leave my mark wherever I go, <laughs> yeah. like the hurricane that I am. And one of the moments where, to this day, I wonder, like, what? I guarantee you, they still talk about me to this day. <laughs> was when on my on my 18th birthday, when I got into like car accident. Uh -huh. um, okay, so for those who do not know, on my 18th birthday, I was visiting family in Michigan, where we are from, and I was I don't know, it was probably around like 11:30 at night. I was driving back from McDonald's with my cousin's friend. We were minding our business. Minding our business, like. What else <laughs> <are you doing? laughs> Well, you're not know whatever. We're doing our thing, jamming out to whatever was on the radio in 2009, probably Black Eyed Peas or something. And so um, we were going through an intersection where there's a stoplight. There's a stoplight going straight, but then there's stop signs to cross or something. I don't know how. And it, it wasn't. At the time, I don't think it was a stoplight. It was just like a flashing oh, yellow. Because oh, like, it was by the because hospital of me, entrance. Because though, right? of me. That's right. They put it in because of me. So I did a good thing for the world. Oh, geez. So my near-death experience created that stoplight. I remember that now. That actually yeah, is the truth. Yeah, it used to just be a flashing yellow yes. light. Mm -hmm. So we were going through that flashing yellow light, and all of a sudden we just get struck by this gigantic red truck. And if it was not for me noticing the truck was running the stop sign, he would have T-boned. So we ended up T-boning him. God. But, and we were going like at least 55, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, it's a, mm -hmm. And he was just blew right through the stop sign. If we didn't see, see him, he would have T-boned us, yeah. killing me. Oh, God. Because I was in the passenger seat. Yeah. 
And then you know, they took us to the hospital. But what was so crazy is to this day, I have zero memory of that incident. Hmm. I have I, I only have memory of arriving to Grandma Pell's house that day and then seeing my cousin Taylor and the whole family. I have no memory of the rest of the day. And then the only thing that I remember was being in the hospital afterwards. Because to my knowledge, actually, it's a lie. The only thing I do remember is that instance right before we crashed. I remember being like, Brianna! Yeah. And then hearing the oh, sound of crunching metal. Oh, and just like that, that burst of fumes. Yeah, I'll yeah. never forget that smell. And then that was it. And then I woke up in the hospital bed. I mean, for a while, I thought that, that that's what would happen. And they're like, no, Sam, you're conscious the entire time. Mm. Which is crazy to me. And they said that I was acting not like myself. Well, yeah, he had a head injury. And um, I just laughed too because apparently one of the things that I did was I was like having these like 10 second Tom moments that my dad calls it because there's this character in 50, 50 First Dates oh. where Adam Sandler goes to the <laughs> – um, it's not the mental hospital. It's like the neurology section of the hospital where yeah. people who have brain injuries uh-huh. go. And there's this guy named 10 Second Tom where he only remembers 10 seconds yeah, and he's on repeat. Yeah. My dad said for like half an hour that I was in that state. Yeah. Just being like, and then this happened. And then this happened. And then this happened. And then it would reset. Yeah. And, he, and my, yeah. I remember he was like, this is how he's going to be for the rest of his life. Like, oh, shit. God. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they said I was just being like super just like eccentric and weird. I was saying a lot of like nonsense. Yeah. And then apparently when they knew that I came back too was when I had apparently gone to the bathroom and this is right before I remember coming back to yeah. was apparently I went to the bathroom once after they did an, an MRI, which I have zero memory of yeah. after they had all these checks on me, yada, yada, yada. They let me go to the bathroom alone. Apparently I came out of the bathroom and I was like, my penis is still there. It's all good. <laughs> and they're like, Sam's back. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's all good. Can we go yeah, now? yeah, yeah. And it was just so weird is that in that whole time that that was happening, in my reality, mm-hmm. I was in this white room. Oh, weird. And I was like, I remember being alone in this like just white, endless space. Yeah. Oh, and that's scary. And I remember thinking to myself, I died. Oh, God. I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dead. And I'll never forget yeah. this person approached me oh. in the white room. And I wasn't saying it out loud. I was thinking it in my yeah, head. Yeah. And I remember looking at them thinking, you know, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. And the person said back to me, you're not dead yet. You're not dead yet. And then in that moment, I came back yeah. too. Oh, so it maybe, I mean, that couldn't, that's not a near death experience because you were not yes. like dying or anything. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Just had jostled but your brain. What is near death? Because we could have died. Well, okay. Mom, no, 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 no. If, okay, so I will show pictures of the car. I know, but you were not like, well, no, 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 no. Like, I wasn't physically in any sort of harm. Right, right. But it wasn't your death experience because... But that doesn't that make you wonder, though, about psychics and things like that? Oh, yes. Because... Yes, um, yes. Do you think... You know, because it's like something in your brain, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, So... And if you jostle your brain around... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you can cause permanent damage or you mm-hmm. can just maybe change the wiring a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... You know, you, yeah, so I get it. did you feel like, because I know you're always like, oh, I'm, I, you know, I, I see dead people. But do you feel, was, I wonder if you had those sort of, for lack of a better word, abilities before you got in your car accident? No. I, so there is this theory mm-hmm. when it comes to 
opening up your mind mm-hmm. or being able to sense spirits mm-hmm. and the other, you know, universes and dimensions is they always say it comes after an experience like that. Something so traumatic yeah. that yeah. it's almost as if this part of you opens up. And oddly enough, I remember the the days leading up to that car accident and everything, I, I was in that limbo of I didn't know what I was going to do next because mm-hmm. I just graduated high school. <clears throat> yeah. And I remember being like, I don't know what, what my next steps are in life. And I remember just being so disinterested in the person that I was back then mm-hmm. because I wasn't who I wanted to be. And it's almost as if turning 18, it was like a landmark of that's the end of that person. Yeah. And then this is the beginning of this person. Oh, wow. Spooky. Ooh, well, yeah. not spooky, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Interesting. Even though it was an insane situation. Yeah. I just laugh at all of the comedy that came out of it. <laughs> and the fact they literally installed a stoplight. And I was like, why can't it be like the San Pelicero stoplight? <laughs> <laughs> Change like, the name of the road to know. the hospital. First you guys got a fucking high school and now you want a stoplight. <laughs> I know. Settle down. <laughs> all right. Settle down. We'll take a quick break. And we will be right back. And we are back. So right before we came back, I was trying to remember saw a story that I had. And I couldn't remember a specific one. But I did realize why I never liked the doctor. It's because every time I went, <laughs> something bad came out of it. Ouch. For years and years and years in a row, during like the yearly checkups as a kid, oh, yeah. I would always have something wrong with me. Well, everyone else got like a clean bill of health. That's not true. No, it is. Think about it. Um, you know what I was thinking before what? we started this? is what? We should have done an episode on me um, commenting on all the comments you have made in the previous podcast. Because <laughs> when I'm listening to him, I'm like, that's not... Okay, wait now. You wait, am, that, wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. What do you, you mean? That is not the, what really happened. That's how you remember it. Wait, what do you mean? I and need what? to go and, back and, and, and listen. Just stores, that would be funny. We well, can you're say like, that one. I had a very unstable child. I'm like, what? The fuck you did not no no it, it, it was unstable with the fact that literally i moved over two to three years of my life it's not unstable child <laughs> jesus christ it was so unstable shut up i mean so i would that just honestly okay so uh, what went wrong with you because i can think of one thing uh i can think of a dozen okay so year seven what? i found out <laughs> that well no, no sorry seventh grade I, my tuberculosis, tuberculosis, your PPD skin test. Yeah, came back possibly positive. Well, and so for nine months, the entire year of seventh grade, once a month, I had to go to the mother effing doctor and get blood drawn. So I wonder why I don't like needles. Okay. Well, yeah, but it, it wasn't, it was positive. You had a positive reaction, which means at some point in your life, you were exposed to tuberculosis and it was probably, you were Sounds like a, a lifetime movie. <laughs> Touched by TB. <laughs> the Sam Pelissero story. Oh my God. Uh, but it was. I mean, you, you're right, though. You know, I take you in for your like school physicals or whatever. And he's got you and Alex. And, and Alex like, is like, oh, you have an ingrown hair. And, then- <laughs> <laughs> and your little sisters, yeah. you know, quick little, we're going to go get your skin test yeah, read. Literally, appointment. Yeah, yeah. And Sam's is positive. So we had to go upstairs to the I, infectious I, disease department. Exactly. That's traumatizing for yeah. a 12 year old. You had to get a chest x-ray. And then, yeah, you have to take the medicine for like nine months. Yeah, it was annoying as hell. And they have, it's because it can be so damaging on your liver. You have to have your blood drawn every yeah, third. Great. 30 days. It was 
highlight of my year. <laughs> then just when that ended, literally, because it was then time for eighth grade physical. What happens? You got Lyme's disease. <laughs> yeah, but that actually didn't come out of your physical. It was Yeah, you thought I had you know, Oh yeah, no, I'm like, leukemia. okay, Sam either has leukemia or he's Lyme disease. <laughs> or he's not eating well. <laughs> or he's got bulimia. So leukemia, bulimia. <laughs> or... Well, bulimia was a few years later. <laughs> uh, uh, stop. Stop. I'm joking. Okay, so but yeah, so then and then um so I had seventh grade, I had TB. Eighth grade, I had Lyme's disease. Ninth grade, I no eighth grade, I also broke my wrist. So the Lyme um, disease story is the best. Though. Why? Well, why? because why? I took you. I mean, remember that we had that pediatrician. She was like a Doctor Ye. She was a very much older Asian. Asian, woman. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Ye. Or yeah, Ye, and she Ye, was the yeah. one that. I mean, she literally was like, write down everything you're eating, Sam. You know, uh-huh. because she thought you had an eating disorder, right? And, what? Yeah, I and, was I, so and I was like, he's just so tired all the time, and all mm-hmm. this other kind of stuff. And so then when she did all your lab work, she called me and said, oh, no, everything's negative. And there was, you know, one of the Lyme markers, you know, Mm -hmm. there's like different markers they take for the Lyme mm-hmm. disease. Well, it's it just came back a little bit high, but not high enough to be positive. I'm like... What does that okay. mean? Okay, so... Touched but, by a tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just licked you. He didn't stick his head in. He didn't stick his whole head in. So... I know about that. But then like a couple weeks later, the medical director of the clinic called and said... Um, I just was going over, did you ever get a phone call about these lab results? And I said, yeah. And I said, I told him what, you know, she had said. And he goes, yeah, there's no such thing as like a little bit positive. <laughs> like, you know, it's positive, but just a little bit positive. He just a touch of the line. Yeah. So he's like, no, he needs to be on medication. Oh my God. And he's I got Lyme what... disease. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which by the way, is so bizarre to me that I had a very quick recovery it was like i had the pills for three months well, the thing and it is was you, done you catch it early enough well yeah and then i know people who've had it for eons yeah and it just yeah. destroys it does. Them. it's horrible it's horrible but a lot of times it goes undiagnosed yes for, because doctors so, apparently won't test for it well it's really tough to test the hmm. bacteria is so smart that wow. it it hides and then comes back wow. and it gets it recognizes antibiotics i mean it's Good. really wow. yeah that's why when i got I had a tick bite a couple mm-hmm. years ago and I went into the clinic and I had the ring, everything. Yes, 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 yes. And um, they were like, well, uh, the CDC only says you need to have six weeks of the antibiotic therapy. And at the time I was working with a nurse practitioner who mm-hmm. specialized in Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And she said, Anne, like when you, there's like an international like Lyme coalition and they're like, Jesus. yeah, no, no, no. Like three months, wow. you know? Wow. And, and so it made me so sick, but I wow. took it cause I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit yeah. later on. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah but yeah, the yeah. antibiotic made me so sick. It's so weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, you know, I said, I know the CDC recommends that, but mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm, go by mm-hmm. the Lyme Coalition, they're like, take it much longer. Yeah. I don't know if it was two or two or three months, but yeah. So she wrote me a prescription because I said, you know, my doctor will only give me six weeks. Uh-huh. And so she wrote me a prescription so I could have it longer. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, because she had a lot of patients that were just debilitated yes, by yes, it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for the Lyme disease. I was like, thank God you don't have leukemia, though. I know, right? <laughs> well, then, then it wasn't until, like, you know, this year I was having all these weird health issues again. 
And they were also concerned that I had either leukemia or, you know, some sort of form of cancer. And again, knock on wood, it always comes back negative. And I just think that for some... It could be the Lyme. I mean, it, you're right. It could be still affecting me to this day, but not yeah. enough. Like, I'm totally healthy. I, I always get a clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's why I don't like the doctor. Never have, never will. <laughs> I don't trust a lot of doctors. And... That's why you guys are like, send me pictures. What's this? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The most recent picture was Sam. I'm like, why is it so blurry? That picture you sent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to show my family how much blood no, was coming. Sam! What? No, what? This is, like too... this is the horrors of the hospital. It's I was having a lot of anal of bleeding because I'm a 30 year, almost 30 years old, and I have hemorrhoids. Get over it. Comes from your side of the family. Comes from dads. I get it from both ends. Not the way I like to get it from both ends. And, and so I wanted to show you how much blood was coming out of me. So I sent you guys a photo of how much blood was in, was in the, the toilet bowl. And I didn't want to make it jarring and horrify no, you guys. No, it's like this erotic filter. Like, <laughs> no, it's, like, a, what it's is the it? iPhone feature that you can send. So that way, if it's like a photo like that, you don't always have to like look at it every time you open your phone. <laughs> so then you, you, you use your little finger and you swipe away the blur. Like, like it's a foggy you would mirror. Know that. Like how many dick pics do you get? You're but like, Jay, I'm like... Never, I, I don't associate it with that. You're like, this is the filter we all use. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Point is, I sent my mom a whole lot of blood coming out of my butt and she I was just, alarmed. But I was like, what is this? Why? What is this feel like? What yeah. is this? <laughs> Romanticizing your hemorrhoids. I know, this is so bizarre. <laughs> smoking oh. mirrors, smoking mirrors. I have a weird story to share. Oh, okay. And then I got to tell you a good oh, one from yes. the ER. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I I said maybe something traumatic had happened to me as a kid that maybe I don't remember which causes my fear, but then I said, "No, it's these reasons." <laughs> but a few years ago, in the middle of night, I would find myself in dreams. It would always take place in a hospital, right? And they were so vivid that it all of a sudden made me realize that I was having memories of suppressed memory, supposedly, of me being in the hospital between the ages of three and four, or maybe even between four and five, but obviously no later than five, because it was when we lived in New York, And in these dreams, memory, whatever it is, I'm in the hospital bed and I'm alone. It's a, it's a one bed hospital. And the only people that I, (laughs) is that like a one room schoolhouse? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. A one bed hospital room. So this is a story about reincarnation. (laughs) (laughs) So Sam, when he was in the 1700s in England, I I was a Potok Indian. (laughs) So, (laughs) and so. Don't make me joke. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but so the, in, in this memory, I'm just in this hospital bed. I'm a young little kid, toddler age. And it's always from my perspective, which is so weird to me. Because a lot of the times in my dreams, I can see myself, which is weird. Like in my dreams, I can step outside and see myself in the dreams. And I, okay. shut, and I shut the dream down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're not doing this. Um, but in, in these dreams, I never can do that. And it's always you. different parts. It's like there's daytime and there's a nighttime part of these memory dreams. The daytime, you're there. You're hanging out with me, whatever, whatever. Mike always brings in a train set. 
He's always bringing in this train set and he puts it on the, the right side of my bed on the floor. So that way I can play with it when, when I want to play with it. There's always an IV attached to my right arm. And then the other part of the dream, and there's a big window. The other part of the dream, and we're on the first floor. The other part of the dream. It sounds like Nana and Grandpa's living room. <laughs> Maybe you were sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I'm like, this is like a scene out of Christmas uh, at Nana and Grandpa's. No. And then the other part of the dream is I wake up in the middle of the night forgetting that I'm in the hospital. And I get up to go to the bathroom, which is across Step the bed. on the train. No. Oh. And, I, and I pull the IV with me. Uh-huh. And and like you are you get woken up. The yeah. nurse gets startled. The whole nine yards. You're like, oh, God, Sam, 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 whatever, whatever. And you're helping me into the bathroom, right? I kept having these dreams, and then the more I had them, and I was still with my ex at the time, I would wake up, wake up in the middle of the night, and he said he knew for a fact that something was weird was going on when I was explaining the dream to him, and I kept calling Mike Michael. He goes, you never call your stepdad Michael. You mm. And it was like in that moment of sleep, I was still in that mindset. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like the more I came to, yeah. I would realize like that was why I was like talking like that. Yeah. And... The same dream over and over again? Over and over. And it's been, it's been happening for years. And it was happening so much that I was like, what? Like oh, this- okay. If I, this, I'll tell you about a dream I used to have growing okay. up. Okay. And it and just would done. freak me out because, you know, when I look at my medical records, nothing obviously no. would show, you know. and But sometimes and you piece together things like you saw on TV. Totally, but, totally. You know, like, and, you know. and I wonder if it is you know, the human mind is very complex. I wonder if it is something I saw or mm-hmm. experienced at that age. Or overheard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I mean, from Emma being in the hospital. I, I mean, exactly. And, you know, exactly. I mean, that's why repressed memories are so controversial. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, you know, like, I mean, what, what really is it really happens? a memory or is it just a combination of things that you've been exposed I, I to mean, in your life? Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, but like things being so specific, like the train set, me, yeah. me pulling the IV, yeah. so all these things. And it's, it was always so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. And I used to always then have another part of the dream where dad, and this is where I knew I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> dad would, sh- the, it was, because in the dreams it was on the first floor, uh-huh. dad would show up in the window, like, <laughs> like, like he would like walk behind the bushes and knock on the window, like, like Mr. Rogers mailman, like, hello, hello, hello. And I was like, maybe this is this a weird dream I have. This is a weird dream. Because <laughs> like, like, it's a dad entering, you know, or like maybe it was like a weird. Okay, so after you realized that, did you stop having it? No. Oh, gosh. And it was just so weird because I was like, maybe it was like me as a kid having a psychological conversation of dad's now on the outside. Oh, my and, God. That's and, deep. And, <laughs> and, and mom and Mike, who's now my new stepdad, yeah. are on the inside of my life. And he and my dad has to watch me through the window. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just dramatic. <laughs> dramatic then, dramatic now. Now we're on to the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> touched by tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, touched by TB. Anyway, so what is your... Okay, so dream. I used to have this dream. Well, a couple of times, like, because I grew up with five, I have five older brothers. And, um, well, I, I never mind. Um, so anyway, and but I, like, when I grew up, we had a two-story house. Mm-hmm. And 
I would like sometimes sneak and sit at the top of the stairs and okay. like eavesdrop on uh, conversations yeah. that were happening yeah. downstairs. With those floorboards, I don't know how you accomplish that. I know. But so one time I was listening to one of my brothers tell my mom about a horror movie he had mm. watched with mm. his girlfriend and it scared really? the shit out of me. Um, and so, but then, well, so when I was growing up, I used to have this crazy dream that I was running through the jungle and somebody was, <laughs> wait, somebody was chasing me with a machete. Oh my God. And like oh God. swinging it, yes. like, you know, and uh-huh. the branches and stuff. But then he would swing it, swing it, like chop off his own arm. Oh my God. And then swing it, swing it, like chop off a leg and chop. I mean, so that kept happening. And then it, and I would wake myself up and I'm like, okay. And then I would like read and go, okay, I'm not going to have this dream. I'm going to uh-huh. think, like force myself to think about something else. And it wasn't until one day I was like, wait a minute. How could you fucking chop off your arms and legs <laughs> and still be chasing yeah, me yeah, through yeah, the jungle? Yes, yes, yes. Swinging that machete. <laughs> I never had that dream again. Wow, because you, you, you knocked the nonsense yeah, out Yeah, I was it. like, yeah. wait a minute. Yes, that's so true. That's it is so, so true. It sounds like a mix of like Jason and like birds. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, I just it's so it, it probably watch something and mm-hmm, that happened. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, that literally is Wow. What yeah, yeah. yeah. And no. why when I realized it was just so ridiculous, I never had that dream. Because <laughs> <laughs> I cause I it's funny because I picture you in it and then like you're having those weird you know psychological mm-hmm. moments and you realize this ain't real <laughs> <laughs> like how you wake yourself up yes, you know like yes. on purpose yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah Too so funny. yeah I never had that dream again so what's the other story from the oh okay the, the, the bitch well, face I have, whatever it was oh well well I have two really okay places. yes I yes. mean of course there's a lot of stories from the ER like mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm. my gosh but I we have one where um there was a person in the waiting room mm-hmm. And um, the check-in people were like, "You, we gotta like, you guys gotta do something. Like, get this patient out of the waiting room. Everyone's like gagging Wait, and <laughs> getting sick because of the smell no. and stuff. And so, um, you know, you guys have like, and we were like full, right? So yeah. that's why. So we pulled this woman back. She was in a wheelchair, and I mean, so we ended up taking her all the way down to the end of the hall and putting her in this room. What did she smell like? death was she like really really well she had all of these wraps on her leg and so her husband brought her in (sighs) and so unwrapping her leg i mean it was just like wrapped in all sorts of stuff you know like (gasps) towels and Uh ace wrap and stuff Uh and then you get a couple layers down and like a fly flies out no no (laughs) no no and then you get i mean and everyone's like there's people throwing up i mean you know it's like as one of the nurse tricks is you put a mask on and you take another mask and you either put like mouthwash or you put toothpaste in it and stick that over the other mask to mask, you know, to cover the smell. But her, she had a, a leg wound that was filled with maggots. No! <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, gonna... it's not real! Yeah, and so, well, that's what happens, right? I mean, they're actually a natural... They'll eat dead tissue. Okay, yeah, right? yeah. Was, yeah. Was she all dead tissue? No, she was super, super sick. I mean, like, super sick. And one of the ways that you kill the maggots is you mix peroxide and water mm-hmm. and pour it into the wound, and they just all were like, yeah, 
run for the hills, right? And you catch them in a basin. But she ended up losing the leg. most of her leg. Yeah, yeah, bye. And she was like in the ICU for a long time. Like she almost died, right? <sighs> but, you know, like her husband thought he was taking care of her and, you know. And so she, like, she almost died. I mean, but it was the smell. But so a couple funny things. First of all, after that for weeks, there was a fly. Like that would, would be like in the ER. Like, <laughs> like I remember one time I had my water bottle and it landed on and I was like, nope. And I took that and I threw it in the trash. I'm like, nope. I don't know where that fly came from. I don't know if it's her, you know. But Life then, flies. so like months, like a couple months later, like she was in the hospital for a long time and then rehab, her husband came in and he. What do you have, like Magus coming out of his ass? No, no, no. He came in to, he's like, I just wanted to thank you guys. Wow. Like, you know, for saving my wife's wow. life. And, and you guys took such good care of her. And so he had made us chocolate cake. No, no, you threw that out. You guys did not eat that. You did not eat that. And he brought like two chocolate cakes in and they were in like the like tin that you would keep at home, like that you bake and not like a disposable one. Oh no. And he's like, no, no. And so we were like, no, like, no, we, we don't want, you know, we want to give you your tins back. So we'll take it out. We'll take it into the break room and we'll take the cake out and put it on a tray and we'll give you your pans back. So. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you just go right to the trash. I, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I Poor felt God. It was so, so sweet, but we were oh, like, no, no, we're like, I, not from that house. <laughs> No, first of all, they, they first of all they live in an ant farm, so there's no way I'm eating that cake. But, I mean, it was so sweet, but I remember we put it on the table, and like you know, we just let it sit there for a little while. Then people were like, "Where'd that?" I mean, because it was like a pile of cake. We're like, "Where'd that cake come from?" We're like, you know, like, like nobody touched the cake, and we threw it away. Like a fucking slug comes out of it. Yeah, I had another guy though that came in, and I remember another nurse and I. Same thing. He lived in this trailer. And his daughter would go check on him, but he was like in a like it was a hoarding situation, and he refused, always refused to leave. And she brought him in, and oh, I'm like, what? It's like the I don't want to see. Like it's just the craziest thing to see. Like you literally have oh. to turn a part of your brain off yes. and just go, okay, I am yes. doing yes. this. Yes, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Is is pretty, you know, pretty crazy. <laughs> I know. I mean, and but she, I mean, you know, she she lived, but she's lucky. Oh my god! I mean, it just makes me think of those crazy videos you see on YouTube of people in India and other oh, third world countries, like in their mouths. Oh, not only that, but like they're like fucking becoming trees because there's like no clean water <laughs> there. Like their skins become bark. I'm like, what? What? I know. Yeah. 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 There's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty gross. Okay. I just the word, but the funniest part was the flies after. I mean, it was just like any time there was a like yeah, I bet. All right, anytime there was a fly in the ER. It's like another like, quick break. Okay, you'll share your last story, okay. and then we'll play a game. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. And we are back. We're back. All right, I would love to hear this story. Okay, so this is Rebecca and Emma's favorite story okay. from the emergency room. Okay, so. When we were, when the emergency room I worked at, we had two psych rooms, we called them. And they were single, they were very small rooms with just a bed in it. <laughs> and <clears throat> they had um, like a, 
a solid door with a window mm-hmm. and they that's where we would put our you know our psych patients and there was a desk back there because anytime you had a patient that came in for mental health issues that required constant observation mm-hmm, mm-hmm, somebody mm-hmm. would have to sit down there totally yeah right so i was checking we you know I, I had those were in my room assignments for the night. So um, this, you know, patient, this woman came in and um, was you know, like checking her in and doing all the stuff we had to do when they came in. And you have to do like a health assessment and stuff on mm-hmm. them and everything. And so throughout the night, I was just, you know, we were <clears throat> like we didn't have a lot of times you would get a sitter. They call them somebody that's hired. It could be a, just a hospital tech or somebody, but somebody okay. that's hired to sit. Back there with the patients, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we didn't have anybody that <laughs> night. So I was, you know, we would like I would take turns like with one of my texts or whatever. So I was sitting back there, and um, she was just belligerent all oh, night no. long, right? Oh, so no. um, and you know, and it just uh, like just taunt, like antagonistic yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would just sit back there or whatever, and. Um, so she kept asking for things and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like, you know, can't have this. It's a very, you know, also very manipulative. Great. So at one point, um, she, like somebody came back there and I was talking to them about something and they said, oh, you know, Anne, like, do you need anything for your patients or whatever? And I said, well, like just, you know, maybe get some juice, you know, for them. <laughs> and Come get um, y'all juice. <laughs> Well, so, and then, so the one other nurse that had come back said, okay, well, Anne, I'll just sit here, you know, if you want to run and get, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. run and get it, whatever you need. And so she goes, yeah, you, you pretty girl bitch. <laughs> she goes, and get me a turkey sandwich too. <laughs> so I was already like, I had started walking like, a couple steps. So I stopped and I turned around and I go, first of all, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Second of all, we don't have any turkey sandwiches. <laughs> and then I turned around and walked away. <laughs> you got me a turkey sandwich. That <laughs> was a pretty girl, bitch. That's so funny. I was like, and I literally like held up my finger. I was like, first of all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember you, I remember you told me this. my tracks. Oh, yes. Like I was like. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'm not dealing with this well, It made me think <laughs> there's this video that's going viral right now all over Instagram. And it's this kid. He just got his wisdom teeth taken out and he's still in the recovery room. So he's bleeding out of his mouth and he's tapping on, he's tapping on it. And I think the nurse is probably really, really young. Actually, no, she is like 23. <laughs> and so he's just being like super nasty to her. And because I think like he's so out of it and he's uh, not yeah, understanding. Yeah. And she, and the caption of this video <laughs> is... Those girls in high school, or the, the, the mean girls in, in high school who later become nurses. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess she was not having it with him. And so she's being nasty. And then, so, so she walks out. And then he was like, you bitch, you know, whatever. And he's like all out of it. And then his friend behind the camera is like, David, stop it. And he's like, what? He's like, no, 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 no. He starts mocking her. And and then he goes like to her, like to the nurse as she walks back in. And he goes, and I have braces and I'm 23 years old. And then, and then she's like, we're trying to help you, David. All right, please not speak to us that way. And he's like, what, bitch? Like, what? And like, it was so funny. And I'm 23 and I embrace it. Like, like, David, here's a pillow. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, all right. So, in all things horror mm. and in light of our recent 
movie watching of It's Chapter 2. I thought we could play a game because, guys, my mom is one of the biggest Stephen King fans. I am. She has read almost all, probably, I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Most of his books. I mean, probably, there's like 50 yeah. of and them. And some from, he used to write under a different name, too. Oh, really? What? Um, It's uh something Bachman. Weird. Yeah. yeah I wonder what, yeah. what the reason behind that was. Ghost. Well, it was before he became famous. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, I want to play a game today to test your Stephen King knowledge. Oh, boy. And this is Stephen King book or bad B horror movie. <laughs> so these are the synopsis. Or both, if somebody made a bad movie out of one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so these are the synopsis or as a synopsi of, <laughs> of, of these movies. And you have to guess whether it's a okay. Stephen King book or a bad horror movie. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Following the death of her father and brother, eight years later, sexually confused teen Angela goes to her cousin's camp. Bullied by her roommates, she quickly snaps and goes on a transgender killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a Stephen King story. <laughs> no, it is not. It's a bad VR movie called Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Where a transgendered girl goes on a killing spree, killing anyone and everyone in her way. That's offensive. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Like, why does it have to be trans? I know. Like, that's the plot twist. All right. A menacing stranger appears in a town knowing everyone's dark secrets. <laughs> he continues to stay, or he, he continues to say, give me what I want and I'll go away. A powerful blizzard hits the town, trapping everyone on the island. Oh yeah, I yes. know. Yes, it's one of our. It's it's the and first you, one. And Alex bought me the book. Oh really? The it's the um the book. I mean, I have the book, but Alex bought me because they made a movie for TV. Six. It was another like six miniseries um show. Yeah, and but, and you and I watched it together mm-hmm. years ago. Storm of the Century. Yeah, such Storm, a good book, and they actually a did a really good job with the movie. They did, they yeah, followed, absolutely. They actually followed the book, yeah. Um, okay, a pair, of, <laughs> a pair of Siamese twins, one normal and one the freak, are separated at birth. They go on a blood lust revenge trail, hunting down the doctor who performed the surgery. Uh, bad B movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's called Basket Case. <laughs> I'm like, but you like, what? Come up with a better name. I know, right? A convicted murderer gets executed by electric chair. His mother then mixes his ashes into gingerbread dough, baking it, and the electricity in the oven creates a haunted living biscuit called the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a stupid. Could you imagine? <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Yeah, it's this crazy movie called The Ginger Dead Man, <laughs> where this murderer gets reincarnated as a gingerbread man. <laughs> and goes around killing people. Oh my God. <laughs> After entering a time-traveling portal in the pantry of a diner, a man attempts to stop the assassination of JFK in 1963. Yeah, it's a Stephen King Yeah, which, did you see the Hulu adaption of it? No. Oh my God, it came out like three years ago. Yeah. James I... Franco plays the main... It's so good. Oh, okay. I'll so good. I'll try to find it. Um, it's like, a, I think it is another six-episode yeah, miniseries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one is a killer clown terrorizes a town eating children and constantly... Oh my constantly God, we go- just watched the movie, Sam. <laughs> no, it's actually the Japanese readaption called That. <laughs> that. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when I found that and I, I texted... Is it 
really a movie? Yeah, it's, it's like a really bad. I know. It. I already looked online. I cannot. We have to find it though. It's gotta, it's gotta Could be you imagine? The... It's called that. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have a that movie party. <laughs> and it was so funny is, is Rebecca goes, that looks so scary. And she goes, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> is there like pictures of the. Well, all, all I've seen is like the guy holding the DVD box. Like he's like in Japan and he found it at a movie, at a movie it's shop. There's to be some place you can yeah, find that. Yeah, that was that photo I showed you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, yeah. And it's so f- that. <laughs> that. <laughs> like kind of thought of a better name. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a red balloon. I know. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> It's 120 yen. All right. Yeah. So that was Stephen King book or bad B horror movie. Any other things, mom? I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm a lot of crazy horror stories of the hospital because most of mine just involve me being dramatic and passing out. No, I could probably talk for days about <laughs> the stuff that goes on in the hospital. Seriously. Don't want to lose your nursing license. Yeah, no. Don't want to do so that. Much. Don't want to do that. I'm just trying to think if I have any others. Mm. I mean, again, literally all of mine. Oh, I even passed out when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, ironically. Well, I mean, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> shocker. And I'll never forget. They I, they didn't sedate me. They just numbed me up yeah. really well. Yeah. And I'll never forget. They allowed me to listen to my iPod. And I was blasting Kelly Clarkson the entire time. <laughs> Since you've been gone. <laughs> and then they showed me my teeth, and that's what made me pass out. Is well, they show oh. me the fragments of blood and teeth all in the little yeah, bin. Yeah, gross. I was like, what? And I'll never forget, I got a crab cake stuck in the pocket that's left there. And it took dad and I like an hour to flush it out because it would not come out of the pocket. <laughs> so. First of all, I don't think crab cakes are on the menu. Well, no, they said to eat like soft food. Oh, that's not. Yes, said it. Crab cake? No. Whatever. Well, I learned my it's lesson. It's like pudding. <laughs> Smoothie. Jello. <laughs> Stuff that doesn't have pieces. pieces in it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Whatever. All right. Well, that was the horrors of the hospital. Uh, okay. Wow. That wasn't that horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just dramatic. Okay. Next episode yes. that we're doing is You're me debunking every debunking story. Debunking your interpretation of events of your childhood. Don't look at the man behind the podcast, Mike. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute. And every story, like, it's untrue. It's not true. You're, well, there might still be a component of truth to it. But I'm like, what? I'll, I'll, I'll you should, a when twist. I listen to you, I'm like, what? Because <laughs> you said something about me one time. I was like, what? Really? And the whole shoebox incident, like again, I had nothing to do with that. I had, I, I said, I never I'm experienced like, what? that. What a shoebox! <laughs> what Not- is this? Seventh grade? <laughs> Under my bed? <laughs> Under the pillow? <laughs> Anyways, on that note, I thank you guys so much for listening to the Shmee podcast. Subscribe, follow, share with your friends. Support means everything. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at not Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. And that was my lovely mother, Anne Thurston. Thank you for coming back on the Shmi Podcast, Mom. Anytime. You're like, no, but really, anytime. Uh, no, no, really. <laughs> but really. <laughs> but really. A future right. co-host. <laughs> yeah. All right. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.